Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott with you. Reed Wilkins coming up at 7. We'll do a crossover at about 6.45 today. Royal Pizza, Pizza Pass, and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for over 50 years. Royal Pizza, 14 Edmonton area locations, four in Calgary, one in Red Deer. You can go online at royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. Stoffer recommendation, Mediterranean Chicken. Brendan's got the text. And it is, uh, did you catch any of the game last night, the, uh, the Chiefs game, Brendan? I had it on here in that studio, and as you know, we uh, we need a bigger TV in that studio, but I was able to catch a second half by the time I got home. So I have a thing about guys putting their hands in the head, and Broberg did that uh, uh, last year against Columbus, and then uh, I saw one of the Golden Bear guys do it on Saturday night, brought it up with somebody, and then I got a text as I was driving back late last night from somebody who had freeze-framed Pat Mahomes, and he had his hands on his head, and the guy goes, Bob, that's Pat Mahomes. Even the world's best do it once in a while. So there you have it. You can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Quaid is listing in Nashville. Nicely done, Quaid. Does Alabama cover the spread tomorrow? And then he's asking Drake May or Kayla Williams. Uh, all right, well, we'll start with Alabama. The line is what? Yeah, they're seven-point favorites right now. All right, so obviously they didn't cover last year. Brendan, uh, myself and a couple of the other yard apes almost made this trip to Alabama. We were looking at going to this game. This game specifically? Yes, oh, Alabama wow. and Texas. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, a show change uh, and a couple other events took uh, knocked me out of the box on that. Uh, Alabama did not cover last year in Texas and had to fight like hell to win that game. I will say they will cover at home against uh, Texas tomorrow. You got the uh, the Elks game against Calgary. I got the splits. I got 182 and 183 going on the TVs because it's on TSN2, Alabama, Texas. So I will say Alabama covers at home uh, minus seven. All I can say is I'm glad that we're on to week two of the college season. Week zero and week one is just blowout yeah, after it's, blowout. Yeah. It's terrible, right? So with let's the exception get of the Deion Sanders coach game with Colorado. That, that was, was incredible. That was what a awesome. story this oh, that is. A great story. As promised, we are going to hear from Connor Brown. As we go to the Oilers Now Audio Vault, brought daily by Direct Workwear, excited to announce their women's only workwear store, now open, located four doors north of their Direct Workwear location on Gateway Boulevard. Find out more at womensworkwear.ca. Connor Brown had these comments on why he signed with the Edmonton Oilers. I think it's pretty obvious the team is, uh, you know, it's, you know, it's, uh, you know, it's a great team. You know, they're, they're uh, competing. They've been competing every year uh, to try to get over the hump and, and try to win. So, uh, and that's what I want to do at this point in my career. And, and uh, you know, I feel like this is a, you know, this is a team, you know, has uh, similar interests and, and same kind of mindset as, as I is uh, hungry to try to win. Brown also added some additional spot, uh, comments on why the Oilers are the right spot for him. Yeah, you know, knowing two of the you know two of the big pieces in here, uh, McDavid and Hyman, uh, two of my friends, um, you know, Hyman, me and him were really close when we were in Toronto, trained together in the summers, and so um, Hyman's been a good friend of mine for a long time too. So, um, you know, when you know two of the, two of the core guys in here, it makes the transition a little easier. So, um, day two in here, and I'm already feeling pretty comfortable. So, uh, you know, that makes it easier for me to kind of play my game. Torn ACL last season for Connor Brown. Uh, he was asked about mentally working through the injury. You know, it's obviously mental when you're, you know, you feel like, uh, you know, you're, 
you're put into you know a setback like that and um, so it, yeah it's a mental grind to, to get yourself uh, you know back to a point where you feel confident and, and I, I feel like I'm there and so um, you know I wasn't at it alone you know I got a great support system wife family and uh, friends and and uh, the Edmonton staff has been uh, it's been amazing as long as my teammate as well as my teammates here so um, you know I, I feel very grateful to uh, you know have the situation that I've had you know, a little bounce back and a final comment uh, on Brown recalling uh, getting to know Connor McDavid. Uh, he, he was there in Erie the year before McDavid arrived. I, I think he was minus, Brendan, you might want to reach this up, uh, look this up. I think he was like minus 66 before McDavid got there. The next two years went a lot better for Connor Brown. And Connor Brown had these comments on getting to know Connor McDavid as a member of the Erie Otters. I had heard of him. I mean, growing up in the Toronto area, kind of everybody had heard of him. Um, just, uh, you know, the type of player he was. Uh, and so uh, when he came to Erie, uh, you know, it was just, it, you know, it was great. It was just fun for me. Uh, you know, I always say, is, uh, you know, as an 18, 19 year old in the league, three years older than him, he was 15, 16. You know, I don't think there's anyone I learned more from than playing with him, even when he was three years younger than me, just the way he uh you know, the way he approached the game at that age, too, but also just the, what he does on the ice and, uh, you know, his, his compete and the way he uses his speed and little things within the game. So um, I'm excited to be uh, front and center to be able to learn some more off him and, and try to, uh, you know, improve my game. Minus 72 for the Erie Otters. And before he still McDavid got drafted. Yeah. He still got drafted at minus. What, hey, give the Leafs credit. That's a great six-round pick. A two times minus 72. Uh, and then the next season, uh, as Chris Knobloch took over halfway through that year, 28 goals, 69 points in 63 games. And then in 13-14, guess who led the OHL in scoring, Brendan? Connor Brown did. Connor Brown led the OHL in scoring in 13-14 and went plus 44 with 45 goals and 128 points. Uh, Career-high 21 goals in the AHL, career-high 21 goals in the NHL. I mean, Zach Hyman has killed it in his first two years at Edmonton, 27 and 36 goals. But Hyman's on the best power play we've seen in NHL history. We've never seen a power play this good. And it could get better. What did I set it at? Uh, 52 wins today with, with Sarah Valley and 110 points. That's what I think the team will do. Assuming that they're able to shave some goals against now. And I, I expect a more... It wasn't close last year. Skinner wrestled a job away from Jack Campbell. Um, you don't know how this is going to work out, but you may see a little bit more balance in the top nine with the lines. Like, I, would you have any, Brendan, if it were you, would you would you try to find a way to play McLeod 15 minutes, 14 minutes for Holloway, 14 minutes for uh, Fogel, and giving McLeod an extra minute a game on the PK? Yeah, uh, you know what? For a third line, I think if you want that to be your third line, that makes sense to me. Like, like maybe cut McDavid down by a minute, Leon down by a minute per game, Nuge by a minute, Darnell by two minutes. I think I like to see Darnell play twenty-two minutes a game. I think the Oilers have better balance, and the only question is going to be for me: what do they get? What do they go get to improve the team during the season? Because every in a cap system, you're not going to have every part of the club completely covered. That's a given. And many of you would say, well, Bob, if Campbell doesn't bounce back, you're looking to either get rid of that contract or find a goaltender. I mean, that might be the obvious. Others might say, if Cody Cece doesn't bounce back, are you looking for an upgrade there? Don't forget, the year before, 
CC had a stellar second half to the season. He was really good for Edmonton in the back half of the 21-22 season. And then kind of fell off and dealt with some groin injuries during the course of the season. I always find it a little bit uh, difficult to be overly critical of a player dealing with that injury. Kurt, uh, uh, Chris Russell had, I was going to say Kurt Russell, not much of a hockey player. His son played hockey, but uh, Chris Russell, not so not so much. So we'll take a quick timeout at 6.43 in Edmonton. We'll get to this day in Oilers history and Reed Wilkins from Inside Sports when we return in Oilers now. So this is the week that Oilers now has moved after 12 years from noon to 2 to 5 to 7 here on 6.30, Chad. Reed Wilkins has Inside Sports Night 7 to 8. Reed joins me right now, along with Brendan Escott. Reed, uh, maybe you can educate our listeners. What's going to happen? You host the Face Off show. Yes. What, ha- what happens on? Uh, hold on a sec here. I mean, let's try that one. Uh, hey, what's that button for? Uh, no, you had it right. Yeah, it's uh, center. center. This one doesn't need to be on. Center, my I, there you go. <laughs> He's. I had. The, I had the right button. Yeah, on. you were good. I was good. Trust yourself, Bob. Yes. All right. Uh, maybe explain to the listeners what happens on a game night if the orders play at seven o'clock. Oh, sure. Well, if it's a weekday, yes. then Oilers now, for a 7 o'clock game, would start at 4, okay. and the face-off show would start at 5.30. So actually, nothing is changing with the face-off show. It's 90 minutes before the game. Right. And then on a weekday, Oilers now is 90 minutes before the face-off show. There we go. And then on a, on a weekend, it's face-off show is 90 minutes before the game. Right. Yeah. And then we do overtime open line after the game. There you have it. Yeah. So the, the night I get off each week is uh, either Saturday or Sunday that the orders don't play. Yes, yes. I guess. That's kind of that's what you've been dealing with for the last several years. It's all good, man. Well, it's like, like that for both of us, right? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. love it. I mean, we're lucky to do what no, we on do. The, you travel and stuff, so yeah. it's a little different. But yeah. yeah, so I'm going to be doing shows on the road in my hotel room at night. Yeah, you will be. I guess that'll be different for you, eh? Because you'll have to start at 7 p.m. Eastern if you're in, like, there's that New York road trip right before Christmas, right? Yeah. 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 Well, get geared up all day long. It's going to be good. Yeah, you get up to drink a lot of, is it, was it Rockstar that you drink? Red Uh, Bull? I switched. I went from sugar-free Rockstar to the leaded to the full-blown Red Bull this year. Is that healthier? I've gained seven pounds since the the off-season. Does that tell you? That wasn't my question. I said, is that healthier? I was walking the dog every day. You think I could get, (laughs) hey, you think I could get like a Red Bull deal? Maybe uh, help us out. Yeah, maybe you could. Yeah. I don't know. Do they need some Edmonton presence? Uh, I think well, I, we got to find out. Do you know they actually walked in? Um, they did Gonzo marketing back in the day, and we were hosting the University Cup in Edmonton in 0405 uh, at, at Claire Drake Arena, nationally televised game. And they had these people show up, and they had the Red Bull canisters, right, like cans of Red Bull, and it was it was like you were, they were shooting the Red Bull. <sighs> And we had the TSN camera in the Golden Bears dressing room. They were playing McGill. They were up like 5 nothing in the second period or something. And the Red Bull uh, girls walked right into the dressing room at Claire Drake Arena during the intermission. Like, the room was open, and they just walked right in with the cans of Red Bull. I'm, and I'm looking at our – that's how great the uh, security was. Yeah, the, no kidding. Like the, Well, you know, it's the university. We don't want to be too forceful <laughs> or anything. Watch. I better so, watch it. I'll end up getting a cost. I'm, I'm heading over to the Golden Bear football So Red Bull was – was that when Red Bull was a new product? Fairly I guess. New. yes. 18 – 19 years yeah, ago? Yeah, 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 absolutely. Okay. So I've sort of so alternated. <laughs> but I go I go like six months sugar-free Rockstar and then uh, leaded Red Bull. Okay. I've never had a sip of an energy drink in that my life. That would explain a lot about you. 
I guess. I I don't know. I don't know what that means. If you mean I have a lot of good energy. Are you saying you've or, never had a raspberry uh, vodka and Red Bull ever? No. Oh, you should try that. Raspberry vodka and Red Bull with Red Bull as the mix. Yes. Okay. And then possibly with a ice Bailey's to to chase it back out. <laughs> Well, it's good you have your taste and you know what you like. You know, if you enjoy something, have it. So, so let me ask you this, uh, because we had people texting about how far they've driven to go to games. You remember the one year uh, the Oilers uh, development camp was in Jasper, and I dragged young Mr. Brendan Ulrich uh, after Oilers now, noon to two. We drove from Edmonton up to Jasper, made it to a 6 o'clock game, watched the game 6 to 9. Oh, went. yeah, because you guys kept doing cut-ins during my show. Yeah. <laughs> That's and, right. Right, and, and then we uh, and then we went to uh, the Earls in Jasper until like ten thirty. Then drove back, and I got him back here around. I, around, I do vaguely remember around that. like yes. two fifteen because we weren't carrying those games. But I know, yes, and I think we put Ulrich on the air too. We were like, well, you're both there. You guys want yeah, each well, yeah, well, well I mean, do you, something. You wanted the rising young star, right? So now, did your parents often? How far is uh, was it Evansburg or Entwistle? Evansburg. All right. So yeah. how far? What is that? An hour out of it's town? A, yeah, it's a hundred kilometers. So, so it's a, it's an that. hour drive. I mean to get, yeah, a little over an hour to get to the rink. Bob's so, your dad's name, right? Bob is my dad, See, yes. Great name for a guy, by the way. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Reed Wilkins joining. How many times did Bob make the trek in to watch the Oilers play back in the day? Well, when I was in school, we'd probably go to one or two games a year. Okay. Yeah. And usually, well, I shouldn't say usually, but I, I do think there were times we'd go to a game over Christmas break and my dad was a teacher so okay. but no I know I there there were games we left after school yeah. and he drove and we went to the game and went back and yeah you can text us on our Ashley Fine Floors text line like I know we get people from uh, Saskatchewan coming in for games well I, like I knew plenty of people in Lloyd who had season tickets yeah. or maybe they shared them right a group of group of four and they'd all do the 10 you know 10 games each or 20 games each if it's four guys splitting I, I was talking about Neil Shuchuk and uh, Cal Nichols' son, Ken Nichols, is a pilot. And he flew Kevin Carius and myself in for a regular season play-by-play and at, into Griffith Stadium uh, on his on his Piper. And I remember uh, Neil going, were you here last night? I'm like, no, no. Because he, you know, he's like, I watched you last night, Kevin. I go, no, yeah, no, we, were, we weren't. And then he goes, well, wait a sec. There's, did you guys drive in today? And I go, no, we didn't drive in today. Is, well, how did you get here? Because there's no flight at Saturday morning from Edmonton into Saskatoon oh. at 8 a.m. or 9 a.m. I go, well, we flew. And they're like, how did you fly? And I go, well, Air, Air Nichols flew right. us. So Kenny flew us. So that was to do with Canada West football. Yeah. And oh, that's, that, that was made quite, quite a favor they did, yeah. Yeah. And Daryl Salmon separated his shoulder in that game in 2003. Might have cost the Bears a Canada West title. Yeah, game. geez, that was, that was a long time. But was... Uh, who was coaching that year? Jerry Freeze. That was Freeze. I swear I blanked on his name there for 16 a nothing. The Bears were up, and they had the wind, and uh, Saskatchewan had conceded a safety, and they decided to kick back off to Saskatchewan instead of taking the ball back. And then Salmon separated his shoulder in the second quarter, and Saskatchewan came back, won the game. Bears upset them in the playoffs and then lost to SFU, who don't even have a football player uh, And anymore. I believe uh, that was the year SFU had, oh, what was his name? Was it uh, was it Marty Knapp? Something like that. They had a kid from Lloyd as their running back. Yeah, that was him. Yeah, because I covered 25. him. He wore number twenty-five. I covered him in his grade twelve year. Was his last was my first year in Lloyd, and then yeah, he went off to play uh, to play university ball. All right, what do you got tonight on Inside Sports? 
Uh, well, I think Escott will uh, banter with me a little bit, as he has been with you. Uh, we will have uh, some comments from Trey Ford, some comments from Chris Jones, uh, Greg Peterson from the Stampeders broadcast booth is going to be on, and uh, the Oil Kings have a game tomorrow at 6 at the Enoch Community Centre against okay. Calgary, and Mark Lejoie, Oil Kings defenseman, is going to be on. New Oil he, King. He is going to Colorado's training camp. Yes, next so, I think next week. Or, well, yes, no, with Chris McFarland. Yeah. Uh, Reed, thank you for coming by. Hey, it's good to see you, Bob. Thanks for having well, me. You, do you really believe, say think that? Yes. Oh, okay. Well, it's nice You're a pleasure you. to work with. You're wearing a great Def Leppard. I got the Leopard shirt on today. Chelsea Bird really likes this shirt, so I gave Brandon, her a Friday how many times treat. have you seen me in a pink uh, uh, T-shirt over the last five years? Bob, if I see you in anything other than a, a dark-colored polo tee, I would probably follow her. I have never seen you any in any color lighter than a light blue, I don't think. Yeah. And that's your dress shirts. I really like the light blue on you, by the way. Oh, I know, okay. know Tori might have had a different take on things, but I really like that. Do you, did you never wear any lighter colors at all? No. Not once you're fat, you don't. Well... <laughs> I don't know there, if we need to. I, I can tell you play. when I was 185 pounds, I had no problem wearing lighter colors. But now it just adds to the chins. Uh, <laughs> thanks, Reed. <laughs> okay. All right. And we're gonna note. Go, there we go. Reed Wilkins coming up with Inside Sports. Let's go to the Stan Oilers history for New West Travel. Join the four-night Nashville road trip. No, I didn't dismiss them. That's not what happened there. You can fly nonstop with Flair Airlines to watch the Oilers play uh, the Predators this October. Call New West Travel. Visit newwesttravel.com. Uh, on this day back in 2000, one of the uh, great guys out of the states that played for the Edmonton Oilers, this happened with Doug Waite, Brendan. They re-signed him to a one-year $4.3 million contract. He scored 90 points in 82 games before being traded the following summer to St. Louis for Johan Hecht, uh, Marty Reasoner, and Jan Horacek. And got $9 million a year in his next deal. Nine million a year. Yeah, Edmonton couldn't pay that. The one year he was uh, a holdout in training camp, and he was, uh, and I was on the periphery. I was not really that relevant. And some would say I've never really been that relevant. But he was, he did a scrum. He signed that day, and they had him do a scrum up in the walkway on the catwalk at Rogers Place. And uh, a press box wag, who I may know, uh, walked down, came back up, went walking past me and goes, is he still on the same question? Because Doug Waite was a great interview and a terrific guy. Terrific guy. Great guy. Reed Wilkins has Inside Sports tonight at 7 o'clock. A reminder, we've got the Elks and the Stampeders, the Labor Day rematch, 3.30 countdown to the kickoff show with Brendan Escott on 6.30. Chad game times at 5. Monday. Craig McTavish for contract equipment. Mac T on Mondays. Oilers general manager Ken Holland on Tuesday. Have a wonderful weekend, everybody. So long from Oilers Now. Up next at 7 o'clock, a global news weather traffic update with Thomas Dias and then Reed Wilkins with Inside Sports.